Enter a fantastic and magical universe. A wondrous realm of floating islands, of mythic lands long forgotten, where heroic deeds are performed. This is the Wondrous Realms Podcast Group, where every week a new story is told from three distinct D&D campaigns. The world of Esther, the world of Xenos, and the realms of Amnia hosted by three distinct DMs. Along with various one-off stories told through our program One Shot Night, the adventures are limitless. Welcome to Wondrous Realms Podcast Group. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I want to say thanks very much for listening to this. Today, we have episode 48. And before I really talk too much about it, I do want to say that just a few moments ago, you heard an ad, a little bit of an ad spot for a podcast group called Wondrous Realms. And I want to suggest that you check them out. We linked to their Facebook page uh, just last week, maybe a few days ago. Who knows what time is anymore? Anyways, we recently linked to their Facebook page on our Facebook page. So I would recommend go following them. They're running three campaigns at the same time. Plus they have a whole bunch of one-shots sprinkled in there. So you're bound to find something that you like. And if you do enjoy what they're doing, definitely give them a recommendation or a review. Speaking of recommendations, I want to say thanks to Casey Harris, who gave us a very kind recommendation on Facebook. Thanks very much for doing that, Casey. You really made my day when I read it. And you know what? These days, feeling a little bit cooped up. And so getting some kind words from a stranger uh, really helps, actually. And uh, I'm going to try to return the favor in kind to some other creators out there. So if you're listening to this and you have, uh, you know, any creators out there that are making content that you enjoy, you know, shoot them a quick message just to say thanks. I think everyone could really use a, a little boost to the spirits these days. We recorded this episode when we were still meeting in person. This was back in February before everything changed. Katie, who plays Vanna, uh, is not here for this recording, nor is she in the recording for episode 49. Just want to say that she is not sick, just some unexpected scheduling conflicts, but she will be rejoining us for episode 50. Aside from that, I do want to say that some exciting stuff happens in this episode, but beyond that, I am looking at running another giveaway for some exciting stuff. I want you to stay tuned on the details. I'm still hammering them out. But once I have all the details solidified, I'll be making some posts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So keep an eye out for that. Anyways, let's rejoin our heroes. Let's rejoin Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Faye, Vena, 
Spruce Lee, and Gildab Fabblestabble. Uh, Katie can't make it today, uh, and we are just going to soldier on with a story, the four of us. But first, we're going to try some Stargazer, which is a bottle of hot sauce that I had, not realizing it was number seven on this season of Hot yes. Ones. Let's pr- just say that I don't eat hot stuff. I went to a hot sauce expo, <laughs> and this was the first hot sauce that I bought. I'm guessing you bought many, smallest though? amount. I bought seven bottles of hot sauce from I that hot sauce expo. Spicy. Oh, yeah. Mm, smells I good. can smell it from, like, a foot Ooh. away. Oh, boy. Mm. All right, here we go. I put it sauce side down on my tongue. Me too. (laughs) I did not. And it's Bernie. Bernie, burn, 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 burn on my tongue. Mm -hmm. I'm not gagging or throwing up, but I will say that my tongue's on fire. It's got like a a zip. Goes up pretty fast. See, I was going to say it's more of a slow burn. I feel like it's building over time, but it's not as hot as I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Maybe the cracker helps more than the chicken wings on hot ones. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe we're just better than everyone else who's ever been on hot ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that is well, spoken like somebody who too. instantly <laughs> fails at hot ones. Oh, no, I will wing. never go on hot ones. <laughs> All the smell and it gets mm-hmm. on your lips and I would do I would die on the first one on hot ones. Like No, like, you wouldn't. No. The like first one's pe- like water. Sriracha. Yeah. We'd put salt and pepper on things and I'm like Okay, so with Katie absent today, like, um, Ven is just kind of going to be there and around, and you can be like, Venna, we need help with murder, and she'll, you know, use her bow and arrow or sword or whatever. So you just you just shout out to Venna what needs to happen, and then I'll roll the dice. It won't be too different from normal. Nope. She doesn't talk a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a great Vanna voice. Let's hear it. No. <laughs> Why did you put your hand in front of your to face? To make myself sound different. Doesn't it sound so much more different? It's also quieter. I have a louder voice. Hmm. I feel like Vanna drops a lot of F-bombs. Her her like percentage of F-bombs per word spoken is probably pretty high. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's, yeah. The ratio is... And the uh, ratio, yeah. Remember when we there. started this podcast and we're gonna, like, we're not going to swear? <laughs> we said we would keep it... To, and you know what? We've... You're pretty good. No, we're, we've we're, gotten more lax recently, but we we compared to how we spoke w- before recording and just playing, it's significantly oh, yeah. tamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are much cleaner than we are when we play by ourselves. Yes, that's exactly. For sure. Well, we're saying that knowing full well all the things that I edit out on a regular basis <laughs> <laughs> that you delete and burn. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh no, you keep them in the blackmail folder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, last time. You spent some time on the Githyanki ship. You had another meeting with Erzax, and you told him that you would not meet him face to face, only with this weird uh, illusion Skype call. And you told him that you'd deliver him some cure for his people in exchange for him not murdering the other people of Pharaoh's point. Uh, Gilly was still trying to kill Elwyn a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then perhaps let it slip in front of Arizax that Elwyn may be with you. Arizax came face to face with the Githyanki. Face to face in quotations. Yeah. And you were getting close to Bullbrook when we left. Did I miss anything? 
they were all acting strange. They accused us of breaking into... Oh, yeah, there's a bit of an interrogation, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. And then Gilly did reveal to us that he took the Well of Worlds. Right? Yeah. 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 He tried to fuck over our alliance. That's well, not what I tried to do. No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't deliberate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and you're going to Boldbrook to talk to Dane Rubii. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I guess, ask first, because Matt Spruce had mentioned uh, once upon a time, like informing the entire trust mm-hmm. as to what was happening. Yeah. I don't know if you've told like Alasha. No, we said that Nestor. once we got back on the ship, we would we would kind of reassess, regroup, and then, yeah, call a, a meeting in the Tattoo Trust to kind of inform people of what has transpired. But we also said this previous to finding out that Bernie Berm 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 had been turned. Right. And only one, two Berm, Bernie one Berm 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 Matt, put that chainsaw away. Because Alwyn, to his knowledge, said that he didn't think anyone had been changed, including Bernie, when we asked him about him. And turned out he had... And we don't know if anyone else had been, so we're worried to let them in on anything without someone there to smell their taint. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that was a joke that we were making. Forever. Um. (laughs) Just after talking about how clean we are now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A big big dilemma, I guess, with that is that um, Elasha specifically is our main contact with the Warriors Alliance, who is obviously going to be a huge help going into this whole thing. I'm going to throw it out there that both Shigar and Bernie were part of the Warriors Alliance and are the ones for sure have both been turned. Trusting people is hard. Mm-hmm. Just like real life. Everybody. <laughs> Everyone is turned. But it's not a bad mentality of going into this because we don't know who to trust. Yeah. But what would, what would we want to tell them anyways? Like, Just that there's, you know, mind flares in the city and there's a siege coming in. Yeah, like a mind flare problem, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You referred to it like a mouse problem. Yeah. It's just but, a minor mind flare. <clears throat> I guess as long as we, like, we can tell them a lot of stuff without saying where we are currently. And even if, or like what the plan even is, if, really. Yeah, even if there are some, some spies... Like I was just going to say, okay. that was part of our hesitation before. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't go into it revealing all, just saying, here's the lowdown of what's happening in your city. Mm-hmm. Don't mention the cure, because we've already talked to people and they're working on that. Mm-hmm. Right? You already talked to all your Thieves Guild people and the Dragonborn. So I would just more so say that like there's a mind flare problem and any of us could be turned at any moment and still retain our memories. Mm. It could be us. It could be one of you, but you need to be aware of this. So, okay. Maybe instead of just calling a whole meeting, because uh, that all, there'd be a lot of redundancy there. Martin's already well aware of what's going on uh, because he was with us Mm -hmm. in, in the temple there. Um, And Elwin's back. So it's really just Elasha and uh, what's his name? Nestor. 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 We haven't really heard from, in a while. So uh, maybe what would be a smarter idea would be to um, send message to Martin and see if he can get in contact with Nestor in person. I know that he has no way of knowing if he's been tainted, but yeah, just see if maybe he can make contact, see if he's even still around in the city or whatever. 
and then we can just call a meeting with only Alasha or Spruce can. Why can't Nestor be there for that? You're just complicating it if you're just going to tell them the basic stuff. You want to tell Alasha more, is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess, because she's in a position to do more. Nestor's well, she's in the city, right? Well, so is Nestor, yeah. as far as we know. But Nestor was just... Well, he's basically just a fence, right? Like, mm. and, and... Supplier, yeah. Yeah, and Delasha Very pretty great job. There's nothing wrong. Just well, a fence. Yeah, yes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's... And he has been yeah. quite useful to us, but I mean, in terms of, of gathering um, mm-hmm. people and numbers and whatever... This is sort of just following this train of thought. I, this is something else that I kind of thought about is that going into this and we didn't ask this about Arizax and this might be something that we kind of have to try. If we could get back that staff, if we could get Kalira's staff back, we would also have control over the Iron Guardians, which would be, I think, huge. Episode one. That'd be nice. Mage hand. Right? So, I mean, I'm break the campaign. <laughs> I'm sure Arizax isn't going to just give it up. And he, he wasn't too uh, gung-ho about, like, really helping, helping. He basically just said that he'll not murder people. So, if we could figure out a way to get that staff back, that would probably be huge. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, but we're leaving his area. So. Yeah, I know. This is, yeah. Um... My other thought was just clarifying something because I was listening to last week's episode. Uh, Elwin didn't say that he'd instructed anyone else to go and do something that was Mind Flare-esque that we needed to put a stop to, correct? Because I think we asked him that. Did you? I think well, we, we were worried about talking to some, like letting people know just so we could stop if they were going to do something Mind Flare-esque. Like, hey, if Elwin's asked you to do anything, hmm. don't, be, don't keep doing it. He hmm. wasn't himself. Uh, he was only like your handlers. Yeah. yeah. Your handler. Okay. So if you had asked that, yeah. So there's... That's what I thought. He doesn't have any other teams like. on the go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what... Yeah, actually, I also, because I was listening to the, <laughs> the recent episode, I thought that um, when we talked about the whole thing about what happened with Kalira and how she was... There was this, this uh, malfunction, essentially, where she went away and they don't really know where she went or nobody really knows where she went. We do have all of the uh, items that we need to still build one of these portals, essentially. That now that Elwyn's back on our side, if we could try, if we could determine with some likelihood where she might be, maybe there's a chance that we could even bring her back before going up against these things. Well, Spruce, if you want to do that, I have a handy handy little fold-up cloth thing here and if we knew where her dimension was well we could, of worlds that's true we, we could, could just, just, go, just go get her yeah. <laughs> that's true um that's true. but she's in isn't do we think she's in the world with all the dragons no i don't think so she I don't was, think it was i think she was intended to be or something wherever the elder brain was because they were, would have probably only made a connection to like one place but it malfunctioned so maybe she didn't get there because they were trying to get her out of the way because and this is where i was going to ask she was dangerous. Is this because she had the staff and she was in charge of the city? Or is there like a bigger thing that would make her more dangerous? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's like a, she's like a war hero. She's a legend. She's a leader. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Second thing, Elwin said he could stop that crystal ball and black ball thing from communicating with the Mayan flares at the end. He of, said he could try. He could try. Mm-hmm. If we gave him time in there. 
but he opened the bag and just saw the globe and wants to kill Elwin now. So well, I guess I had I had handled that uh, what I thought was a diamond or whatever for. Mm. But it's whenever you see it though that or or in the presence of it that they seem to be attacking you. Because mm. I said, like I said, wisdom thing. I think we had to roll one too when we were around it at some point. Yeah. So. My second question is, do we want him to disable it or, and risk him getting more, like, the, again, like, putting an idea into their head and controlling them or leaving it somewhere else? Yeah, because, I mean, right now we just have it in the hole, and every time you open the hole, it affects you. So that's seems, not ideal. Seems to be affecting me now, yeah. Yeah. So it probably would be something worth asking what he could do or, or to try and do something with. So right. I guess these are all kind of things that... Uh, or not all of them, but things like that are kind of things that I guess if we go and ask him, then that can be kind of happening in the background as we're doing other things, right? Yep. So maybe that should be step one. Let's go talk to Elwin, see what he can do about this diamond. What put, I, okay, I forget where we were when we ended last episode. Was it when I, I was babysitting Gilly and oh, yeah. then he tried and to he get past him. me and I swung, like, and, swung and missed yeah. a few times and then I conked him on the head. Yeah. Real hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Knocking him out. And I must have slept for a while. Because <laughs> it seemed fine. <laughs> yeah, you were tied up. And as long as you were still technically trying to kill Elwin and not, like, resisting the impulse, then you were you were fine. But mm-hmm. you you ended up taking a, some psychic damage after you relented. Mm-hmm. And then it seems to happen, like, every day where you have this impulse and then, I should say, two days in a row where you've where you've actively acted contrary to to that impulse, you take some damage and then it goes away temporarily. Mm. Yeah, they're like sleep and... And Graf said that, or someone said, we could get that cleared up in Boldbrook with a... Yeah, like a remove curse or something like that. Cleric of some sort or something. Potentially. Cool. Okay, so there's still going to be a, the better part of a day that happens, and uh, or that unfolds before you get to Boldbrook. So I was... There's going to be a couple of things that happen that aren't necessarily directly involved with you, but I wanted to get an idea of where everyone's going to be. Is Gilly still tied up? Guess I'm just doing this routine again, trying to resist, trying to... Not think resist. Try, yeah, trying not, trying resist. not to resist, but but fail at killing him. Mm-hmm. That's It's like an interesting challenge. Really How can I try to do something, but in, but... Intentionally, non-intentionally fail? I think you should probably just sing it the whole time. I'm gonna kill Alvin. Gonna kill Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> Tap dancing. If anyone wants to stop me, you wouldn't be able to because I'm going, yeah. Alwyn down the room is like having... Having <laughs> <laughs> some nightmares he, Yeah, he's, he's just in bed with the comforter pulled up to his eyes. <laughs> just listen. Yes. I'm gonna kill Alvin. just sends illusions of himself over to him. <laughs> Ooh, did I scare you to death? Did it work? <laughs> I really love it because it's like trying to, but not actually. Guys, this is weird. Gilly, yeah, Gilly trying to like rationalize against a curse. Okay, well, if you're gonna kill someone, you might as well start at you know one end. So I'll try 
to kill him with like the weakest things possible. <laughs> Might as well start there. It still counts. Throwing balls at him. Yeah. Would a water balloon kill him? <laughs> nope. Just kind of a bother when he's working at his desk with a bunch How of paperwork. Two water balloons. <laughs> two water balloons? How many water balloons would it take to kill a man if Elvin's ceiling inside? is getting wet and this miserable? Airship is gonna sink with all the water balloons that are being <laughs> yeah. thrown around. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm just okay. Whatever, and get probably and honestly, like getting help, making sure I'm secure, secured. All right, I think Vin and Brita are still sort of making sure Elwyn is safe, and we were mm-hmm. watching Gilly. You're taking shifts, okay? Yeah, because we don't need sleep, but right. So two things are going to happen, and we're going to see who's on, who's not on guard duty, Gilly guard duty, while these things happen. Okay, because uh, he just got off guard duty, I'm guessing, because he beat him mm-hmm. up last night, so it would be my turn now, which might not go well. well. This is He's saying over the course of the day, though, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'd probably take shifts. So wait, maybe before you do that, can we can we just say that, like, kind of first thing in the morning, maybe we would approach Elwyn, or one of us, whoever's not on duty, to kind of... Revisit the orb situation? Yeah, see, uh, ask him what he's able to do and if he's willing to to risk that to risk himself, seeing as to what happened with Gilly, if he's willing to put himself at risk to potentially try and figure out a way to make this diamond stop communicating with us, or able to do whatever it's doing. Yeah, mm. we, we got the diamond, there's also the, the, the spooky black orb, too. That thing, like... We don't have that anymore. The gith have that. Oh, but they might want to have some sort of containment for it, because it whispers spooky things in your Maybe. brain. They don't seem to care too much. They They're have a resilience it. to it. Yeah. Oh. Why don't we just, they built oh, it all up for them. Well, I don't like giving away shiny things, but I was just going to say, why don't we just give them the diamond? Isn't it one of the items they need? we it need was, for the thing? Yeah, if we wanted to keep the, the items we needed for that. Yeah, I don't want to give away shiny. <laughs> Even if it's evil and making me want to kill Elwyn. <laughs> Elwyn Schmelwyn. Well, that's kind of it. Right? <laughs> In the end, if we can still make it's a portal. It's not the worst curse. <laughs> I mean, he's the only one who knows how to make a portal with this stuff. I got my own portal. Can I? Do I have to attune to this well of many wor- worlds? Uh, good question. I'll find that. All right. Can you just open it and go? If I've got a bunch of free time being tied up, like yeah, maybe I'll just like I'll study it. I'll spend some time. It was in the hole though. You have to open it back up again. Also, I yeah, don't think I'm already crazy. I think I'll when it was it. described, like the well of worlds isn't. I don't think you can choose which plane to go to. Right? It's kind of a random. It doesn't. I don't think you ever quite figured out how to. Oh, we just yeah. know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna study it. Okay. Okay. And I'll even, yeah, I'll open up the hole to get it if that means anything. Well, if you're gonna do that, we might as well. I might ask people leave the room for a minute. Like, no. The spooky yeah. hole. But we're gonna have to give the we're gonna have to give the diamond to Elwin anyway. I'm sure if he's gonna work on it. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see what he says. Right. So he he says that yeah, it's it's a concern. He thinks that if he can have somebody close by that can sort of maybe give him some kind of magical protection uh, that it should be fine. I mean, the alternative is that you don't do anything with it and you just leave it out of out of sight. Um, I don't want to risk yeah. Ellen's mind again right yeah. now. Yeah, well, what even kind of protection would it... Because it's not a curse, right? It's not a magical... You said it's not magic. It's not like a magic curse or... or um, some, like like charm. some mind control, yeah. Yeah. So how would you have... What kind of magic would protect against that, even? Well, magic can protect against all sorts of things. It's just... Uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, what spells does anyone here know that would 
help with that because something like dispel magic wouldn't do anything right like mm-hmm. it would have to be yeah i'm real good with invisibility spruce doesn't have magic so gilly will think about it <laughs> checks over some notes in his spell book <laughs> okay all right so what's going to happen and roll that day right okay so first thing that happens who's going to be i start randomly one two three four five six four five six being Faye. okay it's Faye. um as you're walking around the ship maybe or am i watching him is that what i you rolled N- this is sorry or this is why you're too? not on watch duty you're okay. not on watch duty you you sort of pass by one of the Githyanki chambers and you note you can sort of hear some muffled voices coming from inside. And there are two Githyanki that are standing outside, standing guard of the door. And they eye you as you are walking by at the end of the hall, let's say. Okay. Right. But I hear that there's two Githyanki muffled sounds, or can I no, kind of hear? There's two Githyanki standing Sorry, outside, I hear that there's and there's Githyanki inside the room. Yeah, arguing. They're not arguing. There's it's not an argument. Can it's, I make out words? Make a perception check. Because I have comprehend languages. And that's what I'm just. Trying I'm to aware. Think. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, it isn't a language that you don't quite understand. So if I did comprehend language, you. But I be able to hear actual words. That's what I'm saying. You think you could make out some of the words? Okay. Yeah. So comprehend languages. Okay. Do I hear what there's? <laughs> there could be a I hand like the thing. idea that Faye just walking down the hall does that little like hand gesture. <laughs> a little semantic. I'm just like scratching my heads. They're eyeing me up, but I'm just kind of staying in distance. But like obviously listening. <laughs> no. Comprehend languages. What kind of words are popping out? Okay, so you only catch a couple of words before they, the the two guards will like come at you and like make sure like get you to back off. Because I'm like super paranoid, so this would definitely be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if this was Spruce, he'd be shit out of luck. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, what are my words that I hear? So it's in a language that you've heard before. The phrase that you think you hear translates to. We need to retake the components. Retake? Or sorry, I shouldn't say retake. We need to we need to take possession of the components. And the language I'm hearing is like Draconic. Dr- is draconic? Yeah. You heard Erzak speak it yesterday. And they're speaking draconic? Someone is. Does it sound like Erzak's? Yes. He said he wanted to talk with them. Yep. All right. So they are shooing me out of the way? Yeah. All right, I'm going to run back and tell Vanna, who speaks Draconic as well, and Spruce and Elwyn and everything. So they aren't all in the same room, are they? You Uh, wouldn't be. Well, no, I would be watching Gilly. (laughs) Yeah. He's just just standing with his hand on Gilly's forehead while Gilly's, like, swinging away <laughs> in the corner while Elwin's on the other side of the room. Okay, so I'm going to go into Elwin's room ah, let with... Let me at him! Let me at him! <laughs> I'm going to go into Elwin's room with Bryn... Brita? Brita? Brita. With Brita and... Vanna. Those are the people oh that God. I would play with. <laughs> Guys, names are not my forte. 
I've been actually really mean to you about names that you picked. Like, some of them are really great names. Like, Midrash is a really pretty name. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? Throwing it if you had a problem, bus. take it up with Wizards of the Coast because I'm picking some of the names <laughs> from, like, the book. I was like, <laughs> you're literally like, okay, so I go talk to Mudrash. Yep. <laughs> the season episode, I'm like, I'm a dick. <laughs> hey, Mudrash, you got a butt problem? <laughs> Anyways, so I go ahead and talk to them. And I'm like, guys, you, there's an issue. Like, Erzax is talking to the Gothra- Gothraki. Gothraki. <laughs> Damn it. Don't give me monologues. We're regressing. Stop <laughs> talking all the time. Yankee, thank you. Yankee Stadium, GIF. Okay. The GIF. Stop again. <laughs> My husband's not a sports reference. That's what's going to get you to remember it? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. So I go into their room and I'm like, guys, I just heard, overheard Arizax talking to the GIF Yankee. He says we have to get the components back. It sounds like they didn't want me near there. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if they're making an alliance with them. Uh, or what's happening, but there's something going down and we need to figure this out. Uh, so, Elwyn, hide the components. Girls, keep a good watch on Elwyn because he's one of the few people who can do this. And, and I'm going to go tell them now. I don't think Elwyn has any of the components. I think we have them all still. He had some dragon bone, I think, because he made yeah. some some gear for you, but otherwise, I think the rest is in the portable hole, hole, is it not? Which yeah. is on Gilly. Yep. All right, so and then I'm going to kind of... Currently the wild card. ...walk out <laughs> and nonchalantly walk into that room then, like not like I was relaying messages <laughs> to it. You're going to run casually. <laughs> and just to like recheck, so the, the total components were the, the ruins that we have like written down, like copied from uh, the... You actually have the gems that are inscribed he already. already. With the runes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have the dragon bone and the diamond. Yeah. Yeah. The only missing component was the staff. source of no, the source of great magic. Okay. It was the five staff gems? Was, was not really. Was it five gems? I think it was five. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I come into your room and I'm like, guys, we have a problem. This is a really big deal. I just overheard Erzax talking with the Gif Yankee, and it's not good. It sounds like they're making some sort of alliance. They're asking to take the components, which I'm guessing is what we having in the portable hole. I don't know if the Gith Yankee are aligning with them, but they did not want me near that door. I told you, everyone's against us. We're all going to die. How does Erzax even know about the components? Did he know that we were trying to build this thing? It may have come up in, in their conversation with the, with the Gith. Hmm. We told the Gith, like, almost everything. We've been on this ship for a while now. How many, Several like, days, yeah. total Gith? Like, what, what's the crew like that runs this thing? Oh, it's like... So th- they have, like, a rotating system where th- where a bunch of them are mentally flying the ship and then everyone else is kind of either resting yeah, or on watch. So it's like, it's like 15 minds, to 20. Right? Yeah. And we, like, know this pretty well, like, the functioning of the ship at this point. Yeah. It's really and hard to steal a ship that runs off mind juice. Yep. We can't. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like, they said that to us. Uh, do we know where Grath would be at this point? Like, would I have seen him? You didn't see him. He may have been in that room. Okay. Because he's sort of our buddy. And so is, what's his name with Vanna and Spruce? Well, they were, till a certain item was stolen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look, now they're betraying us. <laughs> I um, knew all along. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're betraying one does not equal the other in this situation all it takes is one betrayal for it to be met in betrayal with return <laughs> <laughs> so wait you overheard you heard Arizax speaking yes Arizax is in the room right now remember when he was in here he was saying to them like we should talk yeah at some point and then we told them don't talk with this guy bad news Guys. But he was he was referring, like, to we as in like both of them. It sounded like yes, like as a team. Yes. Hmm. So not to them as a team. He was referring to the, just them as a people, the other people on the ship, and he was going to talk with them. Like, are we thinking that the Gith would have reason to work with that? Like, the, like the Gith know the, where the dragons are, right? They're they in do? it for their best yep. interest, and they also do revere the dragons. They have a mutual respect for them. So, but their their big thing is they just want to mind flares, get them out no matter what. They're not really yeah, in they, it to help they, us. They might have a similar interest with uh, the dragonborn because yep. of the dragon connection. So I'm saying, like, as long as to them, as long as they're destroying the mind flares, if the draconic, if the dragonborn offer a better situation, there's no reason they wouldn't take it. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Can't blame them. I can. <laughs> so they it have sounds been super like nice to us. It sounds like maybe Arizax kind of for someone who attacked us when we first met. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like maybe Arizax wants to get these components to create his own gate to You're get the dragons back. All I know is they want the components. For all we know, they could all be mind flayed. Well, Arizax. So, on the. Anyways, so I've told them that next shift. Um. Now we're all freaking out. Spruce is Bruce, walking around. Yeah, Spruce is uh, walking around. Can you? Where do you think you'll be walking around on the ship? Uh, well, knowing what I know now, I guess I would probably try and see if I can somewhat. Track I'm guessing that where where Faye was was is a pretty. You said it's kind of a hallway, right? There's like uh-huh. a single entrance. It's not like you could sneak down without being seen. Correct. So. You would want to track on your friend who. Is Githyanki who might have an insight? Gilly just had a clever idea. Uh-oh. If I'm gonna be strapped up and stuck in a room, then I can use my familiar. I'll use my fine familiar spell. And Don't just, know like, Yeah, roam around the ship as like a little mouse. There's like a mouse biting Elwyn's ankles. <laughs> no, not for that. Well, I wasn't thinking for that purpose. God damn it, Kelly! Well, if I start to find out that something's like going down, then I could do some spy stuff. I say you take the psychic damage and just get yourself clear and then go with that. Too. But he, it doesn't clear him. He just it does. It stops it for a while until the next day. It seems. But he could potentially still do this. Yep. We'll send see, a little mouse it, into that uh, room. Yeah, and if it triggers the brain pain, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if they're speaking in Draconic, then it's not going to help you much. And how did the Gith understand? Do they speak Draconic? They went to the Seems Dragon. They do, or at least one of them does. Huh. They went to the Dragonland. Remember, that's why they have dragons on their boats, because they love dragon them dragons. Land. They love them dragons. Must have gone to Dragon School. All right, anyways, so, do what yeah, you do. So, yeah, Spruce is going to, uh, I don't know, see if he can, Spruce I guess, maybe somewhat stealthily... Sneak around, see if he can kind of listen, eavesdrop on any conversations that are happening. You don't speak Githyanki, though, or Draconic. That's true, they would be speaking their own language. Okay. I can read their faces. I guess then Spruce would go and, and 
Uh, yeah, try and find that. I can't remember his name now. Rumak. Rumak. Try and find Rumak and see. It didn't happen. It didn't go so well last time I <laughs> talked to him, but go see if I can find him. Okay. Uh, he's up on the top deck. And when you go up there to find him, you notice that there is a, a second Githyanki ship, like not far off the one of the sides. It looks like they're like one of the other Githyanki has Misty stepped onto this ship and is talking to Grath. And this one looks like a little bit higher ranking and you can tell by Grath's body language he's deferring a little bit, a little okay. bit more deferential. So they talk for a bit and then the other Githyanki Misty steps back aboard the other the other ship, which is not too too far off. Good to know they have multiple ships here. We knew that, but we just didn't see them with yeah. us yet. Yeah. But yeah, you find Rumak. What do you want to talk to him about? So I guess having just seen that, then maybe I'll kind of just... Casually? Yeah, I'll casually be like, hey, what's... Uh, we have reinforcements coming or, or, you know, what's going on with the other ship? I'll kind of try and say it in a way as if like, you know, us as a, as a whole, mm. as a team, like, hey, yeah, you've got more guys coming to help. Says, yes, we're trying to consolidate our power. So when the mind flares come that we can annihilate them and i i might just I'll also say like i noticed it, it seemed like grath was kind of uh maybe deferring to the other the other gith you forgot the name too <laughs> no i was gonna i was debating what to what to say because i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to be offensive to rumok be like the other one of you people <laughs> is he like a is he a big deal is this someone we should be excited about to have on our on our side here? Oh, yes. The Kithrak is very formidable. Grath is a knight, and he holds out his hand, and he's like, Kithrak is like ten knights. Oh, damn. Nice. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, what? Not like, not like ten knights strong, but like... In, in terms of military rank, they're yeah. higher, is what you got. Nice. I'm just going to come right out and say this. The other, was it last, just the previous day that we had our meeting with the Arzax? Yeah. So I'll say yesterday, uh, and was Rumak one of the one that one of the ones that came in and saw Arzax? Um, I guess even if not, he would have heard about yeah, he what, heard. what happened. Word gets around. Yeah. Small ship. So I'll just say, look. Um, Did you guys see that mouse walking around? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know he had mice. It's just biting people's ankles. It's so cute. <laughs> it is adorable. Thank you very much. I wonder if we can ferment and drink its milk. Uh, why? Because <laughs> that's what they mouse drink. Milk. Weird creature fermented milk. Um, be like, look, I, I understand that maybe that came across as, uh, you know, we were being a little bit secretive about it. And... Um, it wasn't our intention to, to be withholding information from you. We've been pretty, I think, up front and straightforward with you about uh, about most of this. But there were certain things that we're just trying to um, handle delicately. And that's why we didn't tell you guys about it beforehand. So I'm sorry you had to kind of, you know, discover it in the way that you did. But he also then, he, after he saw you, he mentioned that he wanted to talk with you guys um, specifically and I, I fear that this could be dangerous. Have you heard anything uh, about about this or, or from him since then? 
I'm just, I'm just going to roll to see how likely he is to want to discuss this topic. Mm. I didn't set the bar very high, but he's still, like, with an eye shot of Grath, and he's still, like, doesn't want to be seen chit-chatting it up. That alone should be something that causes alarm for you. The fact that he just doesn't even want to talk to you about it. Like, it's not, like, obviously something else is wrong. He'll say, Githyanki are very slow to trust. And we're strangers to this place. And so the Kithrak may decide how how best to approach this problem with the Mind Flares. And who who's the more useful ally. And then he kind of scurries off and makes himself indecisive. look busy. They've been very... I would say they've been super lenient with us. Considering they all they want to do is kill it, and they don't have to try and help us. Yeah. They've been flying us around to try and get to this end goal, and they've been very like patient and understanding. And in their defense, they've been pretty straightforward too. Yeah. They have no real. They just want the mind flayers gone. Yeah, I get that. We've been so, taking our sweet time, so yeah. Is Days. there <laughs> anything else that you want to do before you arrive at Bullbrook? Uh, Spruce is going to call a meeting then with with uh, Elasha. I guess, should I call with Nestor, too? It's up to you. It's your meeting. <laughs> I can see this turning into, like, Nestor being like, uh, why wasn't I invited to the last call? <laughs> yeah. it, did I say something? I want to think of how I'm going to word this, though, because I, I want to... You don't want to just blurt out facts in front of... <laughs> yeah, I want to see if I can do it in such a way that's cryptic enough that, that might... Fact one, mind flares. Make them... <laughs> that's all that you did in an episode. You're like, we have a mind flare problem. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Sums it up. Okay, well, Matt's trying to think about <laughs> words. The two of you want to do anything? The most indecisive. Is about there, everything. There's no way to, like. To whom it may concern, too impersonal. It, it, when going into this tattoo dress, because this is, like, inside our minds, essentially, oh, right? Uh huh. Is there a way to, like, just convey images? Why? So you're like you're lucid not, dreaming. No, you're not what saying I'm this is in your in real life. Like you don't say it as like I'm not. You would if I went into the mind press. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, guys, everything. And then you just see me talking to a wall. You just only talk from within your mind. What I'm trying to get at is that what I want to do almost is call them into the meeting and kind of convey this image of this new ally that we have and project this image of the gith and see how they react. Because when Elwyn saw the gith, he immediately reacted. Can and I if cast? one of them immediately reacts, maybe that would be an indication that they've been tainted. I mean, that's smart. Could you cast a spell in... I can't cast spells, so I that's I think irrelevant. you could probably do... Like, every time Spruce lifts up his shirt, he's got a different tattoo on his... <laughs> like, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nipple rings. <laughs> Watch, I'll make him talk. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't did Spruce... <laughs> and it's first when we were deciding what tattoos you have. Go through like lower back tattoo, something nipple belly tattoo, button. sun around the belly button. Yeah, sun uh, around the belly button. That's the one that I liked. Fits your character. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Cisco all of a sudden. <laughs> Jesus. He had a weird youth. <laughs> you shouldn't have worked so long at that tanning salon. <laughs> Really got sucked into the culture. <laughs> I'm only pretending to be a wood elf. I'm actually a high elf. This isn't my natural skin tone. Do miss shredding those waves, brah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so if I can do something like that, 
then yes, I will call both Elasha and Nestor. Okie doke. And I want to just first, yeah, do that and say, you know, sorry, we're going to have to kind of forego the pleasantries. Um, I need to be brief, but I needed to fill you in on some things. We've got a new ally and then kind of project this image so that they can see. And when I do that, I want to gauge their reactions. Uh, Roll an insight check. 16. Okay. So they're both kind of like, like Nestor's like, like, ugly. (laughs) Lash is like, what is this? Hmm. I don't recognize this type of, of, uh, of being, but none of them look very concerned or, or afraid or worried. All right. So then I'm basically going to try and give the most abridged version, uh, short, short version of kind of what we've discovered in terms of the mind flayers, the Githyanki, um, who are currently working with us. Um, as of this transition. Yes, as of this transition. <laughs> Until they kill us. <laughs> I will also then mention about that we have contacted Arazax and that while it doesn't seem like there's necessarily any type of truce, we may not need to worry about uh, Dragonborn as much at this moment. They are not the biggest threat, essentially. That's what I'm going to try and get, okay, get across. Uh, and then I'll just say, like, right now we're trying to amass uh, our allies. We've, we've throughout this, the last few weeks of travel and everything we've done, we have kind of come across some, some other allies. We're trying to um, kind of get some of them together. And then I just want to ask Elasha, at least, you know, can you kind of start to maybe convene some of the, the warriors Alliance, but be careful because we don't know who may have been, if you know anyone who's taken, um, new life, don't trust them. Anyone who seems to be acting at all erratically. Uh, and then I can even mention to her, like, you know, when we first, when I first talked to you about Shigar, you mentioned that he had seemed to be acting a bit strange and you were right. Your instincts were right about him. Unfortunately, he was, he was turned and obviously you had good instincts about that. So, you know, trust your instincts when you're talking to the Warriors Alliance and anyone that you feel like might not be worthy of trusting, don't trust them. And then to Nestor, I'll just say like, you know, hi, good hi. to see you. Uh, good to see you. And I, I, I might just mention brief. that, you know, and, and Martin is still a, is still an ally of ours as well and a strong one. And if you can maybe make contact with him, he may um, be able to make good use of you or, or, or something along those lines. Do you tell her anything about like where you're headed right now? Not specifically. Okay. So the meeting ends, Tattoo Trust meeting ends. And, yes, anything else that you wanted to happen before continue on? That we wanted to happen? Continuing on. That we wanted to happen. That you wanted to do. Because uh, I have a few things I'd like to happen. Like what? Uh, just, you know, winning. Maybe the brains decide it doesn't want to come here anymore and the mind players just leave. Wow, 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 wow. What about if the Yankee are like, fuck you, Erzax. These guys are way better they're way cooler. They drank with us. They sang with us. They're only slightly annoying and stealing from us. I've smelled so many taints with them. Yeah. With my uh, experience on the ship so far, do you think I... Like, if Gilly was thinking about a way um, to, like, forcefully land the ship if needed, do you think I, like, from being on here, I would have had any knowledge towards that? I mean, if you just go do a whole bunch of stabbing, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. ship's going to land pretty forcefully. <laughs> yeah. 
They'll have like an e-brake, something, you know, <laughs> uh, throw down the, the a anchor. Par- a parachute. Brain drain. They are like the mechanisms of, of its locomotion. But I know where they are. Or yeah, like where yeah. usually the ones who are steering it are up on the top deck. Like out in the open? Yeah. Oh, okay, good to know. Here's a question, just as a side thought. Would you think that some of them would be worse at helping steer the ship altogether as like a teamwork, or are they just like a well-oiled machine? I just feel like sometimes... Oh, it's like a B team? Like, yeah, like at nighttime, you're like, oh, fuck, the other team's on right now. Guys, just a little less turbulence. Maybe we could just stop making yeah. some giant plunges. There's like one one side, like yeah. the left side is like super strong, and you just end up flying in a circle yeah. the whole night. <laughs> It you just, just notice it's happening and everyone's just like, ah, guys. Uh, these guys are like, they're pretty regimented. They're pretty disciplined. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. It was a, like a comedic thought I had in my head. Speaking of bringing the ship to a forced landing. Wait, 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 wait. No. Uh, no, no, there waiting. was one more thing I wanted to, you said, is there anything else you want to, I might, um, Spruce would just want to go to, to the rest of the people, uh, our group, and just mention what I saw happen on the top deck and what kind of transpired when I talked to Rumak about it. Um, say that I called the meeting with Alash and whatever. Um, and then I might just say like, look, if they're, if they're looking at working together, the, the, uh, Dragonborn and the Gith, then we might need to have some kind of contingency because. Can I speak for Vanna in this situation? Sure. I'll allow it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Mm-hmm. I'll run it by Kate. <laughs> Just something to keep in our minds. And maybe when we get to Boldbrook, um, it may be best to keep the Gith at arm's length. I And I'm going to say, we're screwed, we're screwed, we're screwed, we're screwed. And if you say we're going to Boldbrook, I'm like, what makes you think we're even getting to Boldbrook if they're teaming up with someone else? And now we go to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's on Gilly Watch? Uh, I guess it would be, let's say... Me. What, what does that mean? You just rolled a d4. <laughs> yeah, I picked numbers. Yeah, how do you like it? You just roll dice and then you go, hmm. <laughs> we couldn't decide. I picked Gotta up a dice. It. I picked a number. Right. Even your odds. All right. Well, that's fine. I'm not going to fight you on it because I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> everyone hears some concerned shouting in Gith and then you hear what sounds like a sounds like something strike the the top of the ship and then you feel a lurch and the ship begins to tilt forward what are you going to do? we're plummeting to our depths it's just tilting I'm going to ask to be let out of my restraints you hear a lot of more a lot more concern shouting Who's on watch right now? I'm watching was, him. You're on watch. Okay. And the other girls are with Elwin. With Elwin. But, so he asked you to be let out. Yeah, I'd be letting him out. Mm-hmm. This so, doesn't seem normal. No, yeah. and I also just believe that right now everyone's turning against us. So, mm-hmm. so I guess if I, see, if I see the two of them come out of the room, I put together that she's let him out of his restraints. Maybe I'll just kind of run over to... Uh, Brita and Vanna and say you guys stay here, watch Elwin make sure he's safe, we'll figure out what's going on, and then maybe what, run up to the top deck or something see if we can figure out what's what's up sure 
You run up to the top deck along with other Githyanki who are scrambling, and you see the top deck is slightly scorched. There are some dead Githyanki on the deck to the... What's some nautical terms? Port starboard? (laughs) To the poop deck. (laughs) (laughs) Aft. Aft. Four. Aft. (laughs) Starboard, the back... Front of the ship. Quadrant of one of the... <laughs> towards the back, off, off, like not too far off. Towards the is Badunkadunk. Is another, is it, what? Towards the Badunkadunk. <laughs> Very nautical. The Badunkadunk like of the ship. The nautical term. <laughs> the stern would be the rear. The stern. I said aft. Yeah. Should we be using airborne or not? Anyways, who cares? <laughs> Anyways, off the what's side. At the, what's at the back of the ship? Another ship. There's another non-gith ship. And there are arrows flying from it, and the Githyanki are scrambling. Uh, and Grath is on the deck, and he's ordering people to... He's ordering, like, new Githyanki to start using their brains to fly and steer, and he's ordering other Githyanki to uh, prepare it to counterattack. Can we see who's flying the other ship? You recognize it quite well. It's a dwarven airship. Meat! Because we're on our way to see him, and they're like, the fuck is this dragon ship coming this way? And a dragon just attacked our city. Grath sees you, and he said he points to these um, these harpoons that have chains on them. Like harpoon guns, essentially, mounted to the back of the ship, and he's, he's like, start shooting at that ship. We need to attach ourselves to it. Like, we uh, know them, we know them. We can yeah, stop this. Gilly's Don't gonna- care. Shoot. Gilly's gonna... <laughs> Quickly talk to um, Faye. Do you do you have like a prestidigitation or something you could make like a loud voice and like yell over to them? Yeah, I have minor illusion or major illusion lets me do a loud one too, like up to a hundred and some twenty feet away. Yeah, maybe like send them a warning, warn them, say it's. I'm gonna do a, a major illusion over onto the ship, as I'm sure it looks like they're trying to grab guns so that we're not pissing off Garth, Grath. And uh, I'll be like, we're friends of Dane Ruby. I do not attack. Do not attack. We've come here to talk with him. Like, don't attack. And I'm going to show it as me. And I'll maybe show our ring, like the insignet rings that he gave us as part of it. And like showing images around and talking to so the So you should make a big illusory version of yourself. Yeah, on the ship. Hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the ship. I've like done it onto the ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Normal onto size. Onto their ship? Yeah. Oh. Because it's up mm. to 120 feet away or whatever, right? Okay. Well, if you can't get it quite on there, I think you get it close enough. That I'd be loud enough, too. And that's what I'd just be saying. Like, I'd be like, we're friends. Stop firing. Stop firring. These Run people away are, from are us. Allari- uh, people are our allies. They don't trust easily. This is not helping. We need, like, there's a bigger picture happening here. Blah, blah, blah. We need to talk to Dane Ruby Eye. If you can talk, if you can send him a message and you can confirm who we are, but please just cease fire for one moment. Roll for persuasion, because I got that persuasion. Okay, <laughs> I'll say roll for persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Performance, persuasion. Uh, pers- no, it's persuasion. Definitely. Beautifulness. Beautifulness might come out in the next edition. Yeah. Who knows? Yes. Who knows what kind of markets we'll try to appeal to? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um... Is that a one or a seven? That is a one. Okay. That's (sighs) twelve. Okay. 
Grass like smacks you and you take six points of damage. And he says, fire the harpoon. Stop messing around with these illusions. How long has it been since their second Gith ship? Like, came uh, like fire? a couple hours. And yeah. are they gone? Uh, you don't see them. Uh, actually, make a perception check. Ten. Okay. You, you don't see them quite. Like, it's it's dark out. I guess that's not so much of a problem for you. But it's also cloudier, so you don't see them nearby. Uh, you would expect that they're probably not too far off. Um, also, I just like to say that even though I failed, at least if Dane's pissed, us up, pissed off us later, I can say, I tried to tell your people and nothing happened, so... Anyways, I fire a harpoon gun. <laughs> okay, wait. Before you do that, yeah, we can do so after after I'm, I'm prepping it. Then. After Grath like backhanded you, Spruce is gonna step up to him and throw him overboard. Well, he's gonna step up to him. And he's gonna. <laughs> it's a go. Um, if maybe just kind of put his hand put his hand up to him and say, "Do not do not touch her again. These are our allies. He's she was trying to help, but." You cannot lay hands on her like that. Someone likes me a little. He doesn't hate me anymore. Spruce never hated you. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) 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 Uh, It's true. He gives you a look kind of like, we'll deal with this later. Your days are numbered. Mm. (laughs) And he, he kind of... I guess motions again to the harpoons and goes back to ordering the other uh, Githyanki around. I'm running a harpoon gun. As soon as he backhanded me, I was on it. I'm a people pleaser. Gilly's hmm. just conflicted because he doesn't w- want to get blamed for betraying people. <laughs> He's like, well, this like is the a... perfect opportunity to go kill Elwin. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> just throw him off the ship. We have, uh, no, we have no way to contact Dane, right? We just tried one and it didn't work. So, for sure, for sure, this is like the dwarves that we know and are friends with. So this is like uh, or his you were you were on one of his family's airships. Mm-hmm. This one looks like a warship, though. That you're on kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a leisure vessel. I mean, you really shouldn't attack people without warning. That was their bad. It is uh, a giant dragon, though, from below, right? Yeah. And they, the city kind of yeah, has a bad history with dragons. They yeah. shoot yeah. us. They can tell it's an airship now. Yeah, but, I mean, they're also well, whatever. Like, Either way, they started it. So that strong. helps my justification. <laughs> How long are the chains on these? Like, they must be pretty... They're, like, about 100 feet. Um, so the, the ship is fairly, fairly close. Mm-hmm. And how high above the ground are we? Uh... You've lost some altitude. Hmm. Like you can, you can definitely see that you're approaching the city, and you're not as high as you were. Grath said that we need to attach ourselves to this ship. Can do? Can we f- understand why he wants us to attach ourselves to it? Is it so that we don't fall? Yeah. So these chains are like affixed to the ship. So he's trying to like puncture the other ship with these harpoons. Yeah. So that we don't crash, basically. Uh huh. I'm firing it. Well, yeah, I guess we don't really have a choice. If we can see that we're l- quickly losing altitude. But I'm aiming for, like, a not-peopled portion of the ship. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm not trying to kill anyone. And I'm yelling, sorry, as I fire it. I'll say a a dexterity ch- uh, check. D20 dexterity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Spruce will fire one of these two, then. Oh, now I roll fucking 19. 
Not when I'm trying to convince <laughs> ceasefire. You can tell that there's at least one spellcaster on the other ship who probably lighted a fireball on, on deck. Mm-hmm. Mm. 24? <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. Natural one. <laughs> uh, so five. That's 21. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Okay, Spruce, you're restrained by the chains as the bolt like goes flying weirdly and wrap, part of it wraps around your leg. Damn it. The other two do connect, though. Does he go flying? No, no, no. He's oh. just kind of like stuck against the side of the ship now. <laughs> It would have been funnier if you went with the harpoon. <laughs> Might have been better. Get on the other ship. <laughs> like Mary Poppins, just like with a harpoon in your <laughs> So yeah, we succeed. So I'm like, there you go. We got it, boss. Now what? Uh, he's like, <laughs> he points to these cranks. He says, have you ever used a crank before? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a gleam in my eye. And then just stop and be like, didn't you chase us? At one point in time. He doesn't know that we were busy cranking it. We didn't know that you were... We thought you were passengers, not mm, <laughs> Not crew. the crankers. Anyway, start reeling them in. Get on those cranks. I say, someone free me from these chains. Watch me crank that. <laughs> All right. You did that last time, too. You did that last time. He's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Explaining the joke. That's what I get for bringing back cranks. It was your fault. You brought back cranking, and it was an entire episode of crank jokes. <laughs> okay, so I don't know who's helping who. Um, Did someone free me from the chains? Or can I free myself? Uh, make a strength check. Athletics, please. 13? 13's good enough. Cool. Yeah. So whoever's doing the cranking also has to make an athletics check. Wait, who's doing the crank? There's only two cranks. Oh. Oh. I mean, there's three cranks, cause, but only two of them are connected, so... I figured the one I fired, I'd be cranking. Yeah, is the crank next to the gun that I just shot? It is the gun, right? Like it's you next to it. it. and then you... Yeah. Uh, I'm up okay. for cranking. All right, sure. Do we add anything to our rolls? Uh, your athletics modifier. I don't have one of those. Actually, ooh, I do. Yeah, it's I do. a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> so 15... Still better than my... I had plus two and I got a nine total. Ooh, okay. Cranking that. Real bad. <laughs> the arrow that... The harpoon that Faye shoots. You're trying to crank it back and it's it's not quite... You're not quite able to really make much traction with it. You're really struggling against the mechanism. Um, can Spruce run over and help? I'll give you the choice. You can see, like, as you're freeing yourself from the chains, you can see on the deck of the dwarf ship, there's a there's some dwarves with crossbows, and one of them standing at the edge, I guess, at the front of the ship. Uh, you can see that he's about to cast another spell. Mm. So I'll give you the uh, choice of what you want to do. I might need to take him out. I mean, you tried to stop them. They weren't convinced, but that's on them. We're, like, helping the allies who probably aren't our allies mm. anymore to kill our allies who would be our allies. Yeah, Spruce is going to uh, take out his longbow and try and shoot that spellcaster. Okay. 24. Yeah, 24 will do it. That will do eight piercing. Might as well use Kensei's shot with that, too. To do another three. So total of 11? 11 total. Cool. So you managed to hit this spell-casting dwarf 
and he immediately takes cover, giving you a brief respite from whatever was about to happen. You can run over real quick and try to help Faye, which would, I guess the help action will give Faye advantage if you want to roll one more time on that d20. Nope. Mmm. Worse off than it was before. Apparently Through I need me. to back Did my off. crank work? Like, oh yeah, your crank is is smooth. Well I told polished. you guys, you gotta get a better rhythm. It's not about strength. It's all about the rhythm. <laughs> uh, okay, so with these arrows raining down upon the deck, there's more Githyanki who have fallen and are injured, and you can feel the the ship sort of tilting down, uh, and is starting to now drag this dwarven airship down as well. Grath is going to run over and try to, I guess, help you with the cranks, and he says, once we get close enough, we can board their ship and kill all of them. This is not good. Spruce says, absolutely not. If we if we board their ship... You just ship, shot one of them! Don't I, miss their morals all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I shot one of them, I didn't shoot all of them. And out of necessity to keep us all alive. Exactly, this is... Yeah, out of necessity. I would reiterate that like, I, we really don't want to kill them. They are our allies, and he's part of a very powerful family that could help us. That's why we were coming here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's this literally is ridiculous. This is literally the reason we came here. They didn't know. We had a bad experience with the dragon, so they're a little bit, uh, I don't know, maybe trigger happy when they see a dragon ship, but... Well, and they were following us when we were in the drag. Like when we used one of their ships, we got followed by Gith before we knew yep. them. Exactly. Okay, which one of you can? Which one of you did they know the best? Are the three of us? Mm-hmm. Probably know we us talk all. Talk to them a fair bit. The only dwarf that knows us is Dane. We didn't talk to any of the others, and he knows all of us equally. So, um. But he likes me more, like everybody does. They may have heard more about Faye after her whole epic, the way she took down the dragon. Because I came up with a poem at the end. <laughs> you guys took the dragon down. But yeah, well, yeah I but also, was... I've played in the city multiple yeah. times too. I'm just saying, me, metagaming Candace says me because I've had to persuade of anyone. I have a better chance of persuading. I, it, it, but they also, would, like they, they said, know us equally. Dane is the only one who actually knows us personally and he knows us all equally. So if it's just going by hearsay or or by reputation, it would be Faye. Yeah, you, you do have a bigger reputation. Grath says, he points at Faye says, fine, you're, you're coming with me for a second. And he grabs you by the arm and Misty steps both of you onto the dwarven ship. Cool. Whoa. Surprise! Jazzy. Can Spruce see the jazz hands from the other ship? Because he's just going to shake his head. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. not actually going to do jazz hands <laughs> when I get out of a misty step. So what are you What are you going to do? I wasn't you, expecting. You, you just immediately reappear on this dwarf ship. Everyone like, stops to look at you. Stop firing. Can anyone get a hold of Dane Ruby Eye? Can you make a persuasion check <laughs> with those jazz hands? <laughs> persuasion hands. Natural 20! Wow. It's pretty good. Like dark contrast from that. Altogether, it gets me a 31. Oh my goodness. So, a moment of silence goes by where there's no arrows. And Spruce and Gilly, you both hear a familiar dwarven voice call across in the sudden, eerie silence. 
Hey, Spruce and Gilladop. What are you doing cranking over there? It's a day. It's Rangrim. Rangrim, your buddy, I took you up to that fiery place. Yeah! Oh, really? That's the guy who was us. flying the yeah. other ship? Yeah. We're with the guys that were chasing us from before. <laughs> well, that's quite a situation. <laughs> Always is. <laughs> Seems we've uh, killed each other a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little, uh, little quick on the draw there. <laughs> well, I can see you were working those cranks just as gloriously as ever. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Poorly. That was uh, doing great. Let's let's get you to land this puppy, huh? That would be great. Please apologize to your uh, spellcaster friend. I'll give him a healing potion if he needs it. They blew us up. <laughs> yeah, but Spruce feels bad, okay? <laughs> okay. So over on the gift ship, can we ask the the brain pilots to land? Yeah, Grath will will bring you back onto the gift ship, and he gives the command to bring the ship down. Just nodding to people and saluting. Is there like an unlock on this harpoon chain thing? Because I figured that would make it a little difficult. We've still because we've got two attached, right? Yeah. He says we'll wait until the dwarves go and hammer them out <laughs> from the other side. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So the ship the ship lands, and there's like armed and armored dwarves, like waiting as you as you come down, and. Yeah, I guess that whole thing would have been visible from the city. So uh, it's only a, f- a few minutes. Like, Grath is making sure that, I guess he's like tallying up the the injuries and the dead. What about the other ships? The other gift ships that were close by? Yeah, is that something that you want to tell the dwarves? Nope. <laughs> because we don't know what's going on with that. <clears throat> like, and I think 100% I wouldn't because... Well, you told we us might... that they just kind of went on and went off, and then your friend said, it depends on what ally seems the most confident. So if we can convince Grath and show them that these people are really powerful and have a lot of ships and weapons that could help us. So maybe we should mention, there was another ship, don't attack it. Right? I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So we might just say, there was another ship nearby. We don't know if they're actually still coming this way, but th- there's another Gith Yankee ship. It looks the same. Don't attack it. Yeah. Okay. For now. The dwarves are very like they've they've they're definitely on high alert. This is a definitely a different place than you rolled into last time. When you land, they don't really let they don't like they're going to look like they're going to let you off uh, as they wait for for Dane to arrive. I like that you're saying like the relaxed place that it was before and it was like the most anal retentive place to get <laughs> into at all. It was more more <laughs> Okay. It was more peaceful. Before we blew it up? Uh, before you brought a dragon into it. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of shouting, like, between the Githyanki and the dwarves. Like, they don't seem to be getting along very well. Uh, a lot of, like, brandishing of weapons and stuff like that. Okay. Are they shouting at each other in, like, the same language? Or just at, in... Their own languages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a I lot of, it. like, hand motions that are easy to interpret. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh, Dane arrives and recognizes the uh, the party, recognizes you, and he uh, gets you to come off of the ship. And he says, like, he wants to convey to them that they should stay on. The rest of the gift. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't trust easily. We know that. We've earned it enough. I feel. So. I guess then we talk, we'll talk. we have to talk to Grath and say, look, 
Let us talk to them. Let's see what's up. And we said this going into this, like they're probably not going to be too, we even, I think we told him, right, that we're not, because I think that we kind of warned them when we were going into this, that like, even when we left this place, the city didn't like us a whole lot because we brought a dragon. I mean, we took care of it, but. But he had a strong army and yeah. he would be a good ally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we, we said we're probably going to have to be stealthy anyway. So. Okay. So he hurries you off into uh, an alley and he, I guess, sort of asks an what. An alley outside of the city? Are we in the city? You're in the city. You landed like an, sorry, you landed in Upper Boltbrook. Oh, see, in my oh, mind, we, we, landed we landed outside the city. The city. <laughs> that would have okay. caused a fright. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why there's so many dwarves around right away. Okay. Uh, so he kind of hurries you into an alley, and he, he, I guess, asks for, like, the reason why you're traveling in a ship like this, why you've come back. Hmm, before we tell him anything, well, should we... I mean, I know that it's more Pharaoh's point. That's the big... The big uh, Graf isn't here to smell his taint. Yeah, we can call someone over. He made them stay on the ship. Do they smell it? Like, would they not have said something, though? Like, if this place smells like... Or they smell like... Yeah, we were pretty bears. busy crash landing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so he'll say, real quick, while he's got you in, in the... Sort of aside from the chaos of what's happening out there, uh, you can still hear curses in, in multiple languages being just flung around. He says, we've been... We've been on high alert... The temple has been ransacked. Someone made off with some bones. You thought your security was better. So did I. Do we know who went got off with some bones? Don't know who. Don't know how. Okay. Then I'd be like, there. That's a big problem, not just for your city, but for the rest of our rest of the cities around here, because. Dragon Bones is one of the component to bring back a big bad guy that we came here to tell you about. Big bad guy, huh? Arizax? No. Oh. A bigger bad. Mm. And I'll just be like, there's a mind flare problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we introduce it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's Pharaoh's point is lousy with them. <laughs> uh, and they're planning on bringing back some giant brain dude that they call the Elder Brain. And apparently they plan on taking, this used to be their land, and they're planning on taking it back, which would mean all of us becoming mind slaves and or dying. Well, that does sound like a problem. So the reason we're with these guys who look odd and are flying a dragon ship is because their sworn duty in life is to hunt these people down and rid the world of the bad guys. So at this point they're sort of our friend because they also have a common goal of ridding our land of yeah. the mind flares. They're not the nicest people, I will say. Like we met because they attacked us and tried to rob us. Yep. Um I used my awesome charms. And if and if <laughs> you know, aside from the imminent mind flare threat, they do like raid other worlds. Mhm. They're not the most morally yeah. guided people but as of right now we are aligned in our goals and that's what counts as far as we know yeah for the most part unless they join up with the dragonborn <laughs> who we've tried to convince to be on our side as well I just want to ask when we all came off the ship did Brita and Vanna and Elwyn come with us or was it just us who were kind of up on the top deck there mm, I think they stayed inside okay. yeah 
we are making sure that Elwyn and Gilly don't get close to each other. Because mm-hmm. then Gilly wants to hug him with his sword. <laughs> it's very true. Stabby, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> we all heard what happened when you tried to knock someone unconscious with your sword. Yeah, that knife. was great. <laughs> Blood loss. <laughs> Non-lethal stabbing. So I guess you'll ask, like, why you've come here to tell him this? We need all the help we can get. And you have an army that could help fight an army. Okay, so, great. He, he'll ask, like, what are you expecting to happen? That you that you would need an army? At some point, from what we understand, a whole bunch of people could turn into mind flares or, like, thralls with a mind flare and could start attacking us because they really want something that we have. And we need to find a way to defend it and somehow rid people of it. So we were trying to make everyone aware of the situation, who was our ally, as well as have them on call to stay informed of what's going on. So we can also explain like that we've, we've determined that this whole, um, the new life thing has been engineered as a, as a tool to weaken people's defenses and make them more susceptible to being uh, enthralled by the mind flayers, and that essentially the mind flayers are basically building an army of thralls um, by using this new life. Also, thanks for all the help. We now have a cure for new life. Oh, good. Because that's what he he was a part of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're distributing that to people to try and help take that issue down. But at this point, we don't really know what's going to happen. We just know that we have to stop them. We don't know what their numbers are going to be like. So they're going to send an army after you? Well, we maybe maybe. Apparently, what one of the things that we've heard is that they don't like to get in close combat; that they will use their thralls uh, in in combat instead and stay at a distance. So we need to we need to be, uh, plan for that. We need to expect that they're going to have an army that we need to take down. So if I see an army flying under no banner, I should be worried. Sure. Yeah. Or a brain banner, I guess, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a giant brain. It looks like Krang. <laughs> um, so, stepping back for a second, this has been one of my issues, is everyone keeps talking about it like it's going to be this giant war, and I don't know if it actually is going to be this giant war. Oh, like, yeah, we don't know. Like, we, don't well, know. We, we keep talking about it like, it's, oh, it's going to be this big battle, and we need all the allies we can get, and we need to get all these armies, and that's why we talked about doing all this. But what does the army do? It just helps us fight off the thralls that they're going to put between us so that we can kill who? The Mind Flayers. Yeah, but we have to find all of them. They're all going to be in one spot because we have the stuff? Well, the whole point was that we said we're going to try and draw them out. Okay. Presumably, they'll send the thralls first. We plan on setting in front of the mirror and saying their name three times and hoping they come out, I guess. Here's all the things. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's just as my own thing. I've just been having issues with. Yeah, we don't know. We're just no. doing everything we can. It's like covering, I said, covering all those bases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in case there's a giant war, we need you to know what's happening and see if you'll you're willing to help. Yeah. It's At the very least, coming. it's letting people know like the situation because we just discovered it's, it. It's going to go down soon. So, and he says you need a dragon bone for something, and then mm. the portal to bring the big elder brain dude back. I think I led with that. So then it would have been them who are behind ransacking my temple. Yes. They desecrated my sacred temple and I will do anything to get back at them. 
the problem could be is that they could be in your own city already. If it's somebody who's been come a thrall and worked as one of your guards or anything else, because they could get in and get the dragon bone that easily that way. These, yeah. these guys here that are on the ship can smell if somebody's been tainted. Yeah, good news, bad news kind of thing. They're mm. kind of jerks a little bit, but they're very helpful in smelling out... Taint. <laughs> yes, I suppose. Also, we're not 100% sure how much we can trust them anymore. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Been a lot of diplomacy kind of stuff. <laughs> it's too much going on. It's not as easy as fighting bears. <laughs> remember when i could just write songs and sing in bars as you're speaking to dane you hear a lot more commotion coming back from the ship and he leads the charge and you run out after him presumably the other githyanki ship has sort of crested down and you see the the landing of the ship wasn't quite so soft and there's like some splintering of like your ship that you were on so there's some damage to the bottom this other Githyanki ship has come down, which has, like, stirred up the hornet's nest. There's more dwarves. There's, like, more, like, rattling of sabers and stuff like this. Uh, and more Githyanki are, like, jumping off of that ship, and they're... Because they don't know what's going on. And there, it looks like stuff might flare up again all of a sudden. And there's, like, a lot of dwarves. There's, like, like a lot of onlookers from the city at this point. It's a huge... It's a huge thing going on. And uh, Dane, like motions to use like can you talk to your friends to talk to their friends <laughs> so yeah. i mean at least we did mention to the the dwarves there that there wasn't a, a second ship so hopefully mm-hmm. they can at least put two and two together but i, I would guess just run can, out and just be like graph graph yeah. talk to your people talk to your people we're yeah. figuring this out you need to tell them to stand down this is not we're trying to make this as non-hostile as possible non-hostile look at my ship it's busted up I would just say to they didn't me. know who we were, who you were when we came in here. They, they're on high alert. I, was I had like, two payments left on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> but you must have ship insurance, right? <laughs> it's like, Grath, they, this is an issue. They're on our side. Someone had stolen Dragonbone from here. It's one of the components they need for this portal. They know, like, they're, they need our help as well. Like, we have, they can help us take down everyone else. They have a huge army behind them. They can help us take down all the thralls that they try to throw at us. The more numbers we have, the better. You need to get your people to, st- like, to stand down. These guys are what some of our best bets. Okay. Can you do a persuasion check? Can <laughs> so much mileage. Wrath, wrath. <laughs> 21. He kind of like, he s- swears in Gith and he turns around and he goes back to Talking to all the, uh, all the other people, um, the other gith, all the other gith. Yes, thank you, uh, Gilly. You haven't tried to kill Elwin in a while. Mm-hmm. So you might take eighteen points of psychic damage. Okay. So you might. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you I might. might. Yeah. As in you do. But you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He's been distracted. Does that count as resisting? Wait. Does he have? the thing from Elwyn that helps him resist or get like less psychic damage yet? I don't think this is a no, saving. No, we got no. intelligence saving yeah. draws. It's different. Yeah. Okay, so the I mean the atmosphere is very tense. A lot of people have like pushed like up to the ship and stuff like that and are kind of walking like around it and the gith are sort of like on the ship 
and they're yelling at people and and like not not really seriously but they're swinging their swords a little bit like just trying to keep people away can everybody make a perception check 19 9 14 okay all right your passive perception is better than that. <laughs> i know my passive perception is 18 the 18 still wouldn't have been good enough 19 not good enough okay so as there's still all of this shouting back and forth like dane is trying to restrain his people uh grath is sort of trying to restrain his people and also yell back at the dwarves but he he looks into the crowd as though he senses something grath yeah Mm. he can smell someone coming yeah he smells, and he's, like, trying to push through the dwarves, but they're not letting him pass. Can he yell it? Can he yell what? To us? Like, Joe just said he sees something? He doesn't so, quite see it. So we don't notice that he... You Well, you it. see him doing that. Mm. You see him doing that. Okay. I'd, like, go over to him and Wait, try to help him out. Or just yell to him. If he seems that alarmed. Yeah. Grath, what is it? He says, I can sp- <laughs> spill the taint. <laughs> I can't even say it. You can't even he goes back to the ship and he goes to like part of where like there's splinters in the hull and he can see that there are these chests that are open their contents strewn and he's looking around he's like the orb where's the orb 